0: Hi, anyhow, welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint Podcast, episode 174. 应该是我这是一个简单的自我介绍嘛 呃, 所以, 呵, Here we go 呃, 我是浩天 那是我的中文名, 呃, Luke, 啊, 我娶了一个中国老婆梦见这个男孩那个我们住的地方 也, 我, 我虽然我确实很宅确实是给我们的听众们、观众们一点启发我们大部分人都有一两个小时最多 只要你每天聽,每天讀中文,聽中文比如說聽播客啊,看電視劇啊,看電影, 也有时候会遇到困难啊 让, 订阅我们的课程或者买过我们的课程<笑> All right, guys, there you go. <laughs> that's, my, that's my little uh, Chinese uh, intro for you. Hope you found that helpful. Um, yeah, I just, for the, I'm not probably going to bother putting subtitles there. So basically, I just gave a quick introduction to what I am and what I do and where I live and, um, and you know, the general learning process for Chinese. So, um, yeah, go ahead. And if you're not on our course, you haven't started a free trial to Mandarin Blueprint, the Mandarin Blueprint method, rather. And you want to learn how to understand everything I just said, or eventually actually produce Chinese like that, or even better, uh, then yeah, start a free trial and see what all the fuss is about. Um, So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to have this uh, sort of habit every week or every podcast. And uh, I got to say, it's like, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but it's just like, it's just... We just never got around to it. We just never picked up that habit of doing it, and I think it helps people a lot. Phil said he did it in a couple of his last podcasts, and it's like, it helps. And it's also nice to know that the people trying to teach you Chinese or show you the right way to learn Chinese can actually speak it. That makes so much sense to me. Um, So anyway, there you go. Um, Let's get into today's uh, podcast. So we've got a bunch of comments and emails, as usual. I think I say that every single time. But I'm just going to keep saying it. Uh, first one here is from Patrick, who's a, a newcomer. And he just uh, introduced himself to the community here. So let's, let's read what Patrick has to say. I'm interested in finding study buddies. That's what we're all about. We're very interested in people doing that on our platform as well. It's really helpful. He says, I've been trying, quote unquote, to learn Chinese for a few plus years. My Chinese teacher told me about MB because she has four or five other students using Mandarin Blueprint. Oh, that's really nice. It's funny. I actually uh, I did italki um a couple of months back um i i I don't do it regularly not regularly enough uh, because i'm focusing on so many things at the moment i'm focusing more on input again but anyway she was like uh, i mentioned that i I sent her some activities that they're our activities which you can download from our website the outputs output pack right she's like oh you use my android i'm a big fan of theirs and then i come on the screen and she's like it's you (laughs) i felt like a bit of a celebrity um so that was interesting um so that's cool. Yeah, she said, uh, uh, so Patrick goes, this was the second time she told me. So I decided, okay, I will start fresh. This was about June 2021. I'm now at level 22, working on level 22 sentences. So I'm not burning up the MB course. For me, slow and steady seems good. Great. Though I envy everyone <laughs> who is ahead of me. Well, at least you're being honest. But yeah, you'll get there eventually. Slow and steady wins the race. Well, gets to the end. Definitely doesn't win, <laughs> but it gets to the end for sure and that's the important thing. Before starting, I already had a pretty good daily study habit, although MB is helping me make my study habits more effective. The interviews with Christine and Rebecca have stuck with me about there being study buddies, them being study buddies. So I'm interested to find some folks interested in helping and encouraging each other with our passion to learn Chinese. Awesome. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, Um, I really, I, I, you know, I really want to develop this side of things much more, you know, I wanted to um, Develop that forum side of things, that community aspect as much as we possibly can, because I know how important it is. Um, So well done, and please uh, let us know how that goes. You know, Um, yeah, I, I, I hope that you find a good study buddy and that that all goes well. Next is Jack by email says hi MB just wanted to get in touch after your level 16 email I had a general question about the learning process I've been studying Chinese for a few months now seriously and would ideally like to be able to express myself in even a basic way I do daily reviews and try to get through the sentences but just on the pedagogy is it pedagogy or pedagogy my bad time at high school Not being a good student is coming through there. When When should I realistically start working toward even basic output? I have so much input daily, and I read that output should be less of a concern, but it feels like a natural step to want to be able to express myself, even in a basic way. But I keep getting a bit stuck in terms of word order, avoiding pinyin, trying to fit time locators in the right place, etc., given multiple subjects, okay. Although I'm not sure if this is just an oversight on my part, but when it comes to memorizing words, are the tones for word phrases always the same as the component words? My No, they're not. My tones, but I'm not gonna list exactly all the instances where they're not. It's just something you naturally discover. My tones are generally okay, but sometimes I miss one or two, and that's fine. So, do, In fact, I've heard Chinese people miss some tones every now and then, so no big deal. I'm not sure if it's just a transitional stage, and even despite, daily anki like flashcards. sometimes i feel a bit worried about completely forgetting all prior characters i've learned especially when adding new ones and increasingly abstract movies movies is how we learn characters in the mandarin blueprint method by the way using uh uh, like visualization techniques i would like to be able to separate things clearly and not stumble too much but would you have any advice for someone maybe halfway through the beginner stage and eager to nail the basics right so there's a few little clues here in what you were saying that gave me an idea about what might be going wrong, maybe. So first off, um, you're using words like study and pedagogy or goji, or maybe not even either of those, right? Um, Which makes me think uh, that, and and also you mentioned something here, something about time words being in the right order. If you're thinking in this way, you're you're, you're studying Chinese instead of acquiring it. Um, And right now when you're this early into the Mandarin blueprint method you're still building like your base understanding of just characters and words uh, and that's bef- and that's like before you can even and, and you need to have that foundation before you can start um, really consuming the language and, and getting much out of it with Chinese I mean with other languages it's a bit easier because the writing system is different but um, or closer to the native your native language but um, generally yeah that's the that's the thing so my first impression is if you want to start outputting now you can get a teacher and start practicing and something will come out if you're if you're if you're out you said you're you're getting a lot of input but I'd be curious as to what kind of input right now and how much of that input you understand and you engage with you can actually understand the message of now if it's like a lot and you understand it and you're listening like hours a day and you're actively listening like like, um, or like for at least an hour or two a day, then you should notice your output naturally getting better within like a few weeks or a few months tops. Um, You should just notice it coming out of you because you understand it. When you understand it, properly understand it, and you listen a lot, and that's where acquisition happens, and you just naturally start to be able to produce it. And then you can get a teacher or a tutor or a language exchange partner or just a friend or whatever or you can even just talk to yourself. That's actually um, a really cool technique that I found recently, um, which I also experimented with, uh, and it works quite well. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, input is your fuel for that. And if you're not getting enough input, then you're not going to be able to do that much output, um, or very accurate output. Uh, but yeah, it's all about what you want, really. So I'd say uh, spend spend like three quarters of all of your time building characters and words and getting the natural input from our course right so you got a natural sentences that you can understand that's key and you get after level 13 you get or level 13 and above you get uh, audio files with all the sentences from that level just in labeled perfectly as well which is you know a very nice addition um to the course and you can just have those on in the background and repeat and repeat. And you can shadow them as well. So shadowing is a really good thing. Or chorusing, if it's just a sentence, just repeat a sentence over and over again. That's called chorusing. Shadowing is basically the same, but it's just for a slightly longer content. Um, just do that a lot. Talk to yourself. There's this technique. Um, the one I mentioned is like where you you, you read a story to yourself. You, or, sorry, you tell a story about your life for about five minutes um, or ten minutes, something like that. Whatever, it's just a short story about your life, something that happened to you in Chinese, and you, and then you make a recording of it, and then you do it again, right? And then you, you tell the story again, and then do it like three or four times in a session, and then you go over your recordings each time, and you find out where you went wrong or what you couldn't express. You just say that in English in the, uh, when you record it. If you can't say something, you just say it in English, and then you translate it afterwards. Find how to say it in Chinese. Um, and then you uh, uh, gradually, if you do that, and then you can make flashcards out of what you didn't know and stuff, and, and that's pretty cool. You use a, use a, a software, a, a website called DeepL for a translation. It's really impressive, i got to say. I was doing, like, uh, translating stuff. Just type pretty much any phrase in English, and it comes out in pretty decent Chinese, like, not like Google Translate rubbish, like, pretty impressive, like, accuracy. Anyway, so that's just a technique that you could try as well if you don't want to spend money on a tutor. Um yeah so that's what that's how I would start with that output and I think another great way of starting actually no, no no how I would start with output is writing no sorry yeah writing is actually a much better first step for you because you can take your time and just write write a journal every day write something so just, just spend five minutes a day or 10 minutes and gradually improve it increase it um, and that will that will give you the time to formulate words. Even if it takes you like five minutes to write a single sentence, you have to look up example sentences and basically essentially copy them Like, but write them in your own way. That's fine, all right? As long as you don't produce wrong sentences. Um, you don't want to make too many mistakes with output because they can make bad habits, right? So start with writing and start with talking to yourself and uh, shadowing and then you can move on to a tutor. But this is all like a quarter at the most of your time, right? Maybe 10%, 20% max. Uh, the rest of your time should be spent on the course and getting input outside the course passively and actively. Okay? And you will naturally, if you do that, you will naturally notice your ability to produce the language improving. And it will just come to you, kind of like it did to me at the beginning of this podcast. It wasn't, to be honest, I'm really self-critical and really um, introverted as a person. And so I'm not very comfortable doing that, that sort of thing. But getting out of your comfort zone and doing stuff that you're not comfortable with is important, right? And that's how you improve. That's how you break through and improve. Um, so that's another sort of very key uh, principle to keep in mind um, when when doing this stuff, especially when talking to yourself uh, to a camera. Uh, it can feel a bit weird at first, but yeah, you're also you're going through a stage where you are you're you're feeling discomfort right now. And usually that is because you are pushing your limits. You're feeling frustration and discomfort. Um, make yourself more uncomfortable. Do more characters, listen to more, and also push push yourself to uh, do the techniques that I mentioned more. Writing as well. Do writing, not by hand, by the way. I'm just doing that as a thing, right? You don't actually have to write by hand. Just type, it's fine. Just as long as you get the words out onto something and they're correct um there's uh look up a website called uh, anti-moon um it's just just it's been around for like 25 years now at this point it's just so inspiring um and correct like just check out some of the articles on there it's, it's around english learning but it's the same concepts right um go search that website uh, and find there's like stuff about output on there, That's a, there's a couple of articles that are just truly inspiring and they confirm everything I'm saying but much more eloquently all right so I hope that helped Jack next is James or Jimmy uh, he's been with us for a while now um he sent me an email the other day and uh, just a really cool email I love these kinds of emails <laughs> just obviously they're bigging up our course so I'm gonna like them but they're also just like hey I'm doing really well I'm very happy right now so let's share it Hey, Luke and Phil, I have to say, I'm unbelievably happy to have finished the intermediate course. It's taken from 1st of September until 12th of March at around two hours or maybe a bit more a day. Two hours t- a day times six months. Pretty good. To get to level 58, so that's 1,500 words, sorry, 1,500 characters, about 4,000 words, uh, HSK3 pass, a new HSK3. Level 58 has taken 68, 6 weeks to do, sorry. I unlocked every sentence, which has made it slower, but I have definitely gained the benefits from doing it that way. Yeah. So Jimmy, he's commented a few times and he went back and forth between like, oh, should I review all the sentences of Mandarin Blueprint or not? Because there are there are a few people that are way into the course, like Christine or something, like that, that were uh, basically saying like, cut down the sentences and... Um, because you know you should be moving towards once you get past the intermediate course, you should be moving towards more native stuff. So don't do every sentence. and we agree. like only do the sentences that you want. And then there's been like people like Lynn Ford who have done every single sentence and, got, and have gotten just amazing benefits out of doing that. Uh, and Jimmy has also done that, which is great. So he's now gone towards that side of the, the fence, which is like, okay, let's do all of all of the sentences. But there's benefits and drawbacks to either way, right? Um, but, uh, that's what we love about this course and the members Like we get, we get different ways of using it and they're, they're all valid and interesting. There's a few points about the process and my current understanding that I'd like to share a little way into the intermediate course. I had a revelation. Every language is complex. It's the tools to, tools to communicate our understanding experience of everything in the world, which is kind of vast. I was definitely in the land of delusion when I started learning Mandarin thinking that I could learn a language in 18 months. There's so much color. Whether it's that is possible with Mandarin Chinese, you could you could definitely achieve decent fluency, like B2 fluency, in eighteen months. But you need to get the best start possible. Like do it correctly from the beginning. Um, like, i.e., start Mandarin Blueprint and and smash through that. And and you'd have to spend between six and eight hours a day as well uh, to get like actual authentic real. Uh, like b2 level fluency now you can be amazing as well like like that by the way when you get to b2 fluency that's like fluency that's like you see someone just just having a conversation saying what they want um kind of like how i did in the beginning of this podcast um but obviously before you get to that point from zero to there there's still lots of progress and you're still like conversational and some level of fluency but i'm talking about like b2 fluency like official um according to that standard possible in 18 months around six hours a day i'd say uh, there's so much color and nuance to, and doing it perfectly. That's the key thing. <laughs> like you have to actually do it every day, right? Like get the right amount of immersion and do our course. I'm not just trying to sell the course. I mean, obviously I am, but like, you know what I mean? It is the best way to build your foundation to actually be able to be able to immerse in the language. And then, of course, the speaking and writing practice on top of that. There's so much color and nuance to language that it would have to take a lot longer than my ignorance had led me to believe just like you don't learn to play an instrument to a really high level in a year, why would a language be quicker? Yeah, and why would it need to be either, right? I mean, maybe you could pick up, if you, again, like same thing, like if you wanted to play the piano really well in like 18 months, Maybe that's possible. I don't know. But if you, you have to have like the best teacher in the world, the best techniques, and practice six to eight hours a day, I'm sure you could get to a very decent level in 18 months. You know what I mean? So it's, a, it's difficult to say, but like who cares? Who needs to get there in 18 months? Like, why? It's a lifetime skill, right? You can, you could, like, yeah, we, when it comes to like language learning and stuff and language learning programs like ours, I mean, you can we kind of like have to say what's possible, like the pinnacle of what's possible. Because it's like, why wouldn't you? like Put your best foot forward as a business, right? Like, yeah, you can get, like, in fact, you can get to decent fluency in 12 months using Mandarin group method and immersion and speaking practice. But like, yeah, you could do that. So we say that you can, right? It's, it's, it's genuinely possible. But it's like, that doesn't mean you have to, right? Um, and who cares? Like, who cares about getting there in a certain amount of time? As long as you're having fun and you are actually making progress, every, like, you, the, every minute you spend is actually worth that time where you're getting some bang for your buck and you're actually seeing results day to day you're not finding it frustrating and boring and annoying and overly expensive you know not worth the money and etc so i'm sure most of you understand that but um i thought it's good to say you know so i needed to readjust my mindset the intermediate stage is hard yeah it's also i i really like that Jimmy as well it's just like he's settling into that it's like i why do i need to feel that it should take this amount of time just it's gonna take as long as it takes, let me just get into it. Be in the present moment and be with the language rather than thinking and living in the future or comparing yourself to the past. Um, that's what happiness is all about apparently as well, but okay, that's another topic. So the intermediate stage is hard. You still know very little, but you've put a lot of work to get there. I felt like true breakthroughs were very far between until I started to get outside the course a bit more and could see the progress. I've been writing, um, the subtitles out of a film i love and i know i know well in english so i can use it as a as comprehensible input by watching and reading the same content over and over until it's reflexively understandable i feel like it's helping to build my listening comprehension what was really amazing was when i found myself being able to write out 5 minutes of dialogue and i and look up only a few characters very cool yeah because by the time you get to jimmy's level that's 94% of all characters right so 1500 characters like 94% uh, and then doubling that, like, gets you that extra 6%, basically. It gets you almost to 100%, uh, which is what you get when you finish the entire course. Um, not that it's not worth doing that, obviously. Like, it's still worth... 100%, like, double, like getting to that 3,000 characters level, um, because often the characters that are missing can be quite frustrating. It showed me that the real discrepancy is between my listening ability and my reading ability, which led me to explore a bit further. I looked up the Matt vs Japan YouTube channel that you've spoken about before. He has some great videos on the difference between reading and listening, especially in connected speech, By watching some of his material and finding out more about the work of Stephen Krashen, I started to learn what you mean by language acquisition. I can learn to read and write, but ultimately, I have to listen, watch thousands of hours of content to actually acquire the language, which I can't force on a conscious level. There's Yeah, there's like the natural order hypothesis, which I I subscribe to. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's one of Stephen Krashen's uh, hypotheses about language learning. Like There is an order to acquire the language, and it goes... And your brain kind of does it at its own pace. Um, So it first acquires certain grammar principles and then the next grammar, you know, and it just does it on its own, uh, of its own accord. There is no real shortcut. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you can't like hack into your brain and get it to acquire the language faster. You just have to focus. There's techniques to improve the process and, and streamline and optimize. But yeah, at the end of the day, you just have to, be there, be focused, and uh, let the brain do it, let the tool do the job, let the brain work, and let it acquire the language, yeah, for sure. There is no real shortcut. I see now why you say about immersion, the role it plays. I guess I needed to understand that at first. I should expect to understand very little of native content spoken at speed, despite the fact that I know 4,000 Chinese words, and that's okay. I just needed to clock up the hours and let subconscious do the work of connecting the dots. Hearing that Matt achieved fluency in Japanese with mass exposure to content, content he didn't understand at at all at first alongside some study of the writing system was so encouraging. This was the first time I could see how I would learn the language to the level of fluency I want which is having near native level conversations about lots of subjects and it being completely free flow but I could also see the amount of time it would take. So I halved my time on Mandarin Blueprint and started getting to more immersion so as to help me close the gap between my reading and listening. I also started listening to content almost all day long my wife is so amazing, so it lets me have it on low in my bone conduction headphones, which means I can always hear what else is going on around me and even have conversations. This is starting to make a real difference, and my comprehension is improving. I love the idea that after enough exposure, I would get to the point where I couldn't not understand a Chinese person, just like I can't not understand English when I hear it. Yeah, um, it's inevitable because Mandarin Blueprint, the Mandarin Blueprint method rather, is... Utilizing the, essentially one of the very few real hacks of language learning, which is reading. Um, yeah, there's listening. We're like we we you need to listen, and that's the fact especially because your reading is going to end up so strong because you're going to be relying on the the power of reading to learn words so ridiculously fast. Like four thousand words in like you could learn that in probably a month or two if you really like again if you were like doing it full time. Um, but doesn't mean you're going to be able to understand them, right? To actually listening takes time. Now, um, you can look up grammar rules, and you can um, you can build the characters and have an expose yourself to those four thousand words. That will massively. Decrease the time it would take to acquire the language naturally through listening. But you still have to go through that process. I've abandoned the idea of bothering with speaking until I finish the advanced course and my listening improves. So I get a lot more of what's being said. Absolutely. There's no point trying to produce the language if you can't comfortably understand it. Um, So you have to be at this like when you're at my stage where you can listen to like native podcasts. And I have to turn it off when I'm working because I'm like getting into the story. Like without even really focusing like once you get to start start to, start to get there, the language is just naturally coming out of you. Now that said, like I said earlier, it's like if you're nervous or not very good, if you're very introverted or not good with people or not good with speaking like in front of a group or pe- like that's going to have effects on you on how you produce the language, right? No matter what, right? It's cool. That, that's also something I believe. Uh, although it's, you know, the effective filter hypothesis is slightly different, but it's the same concept in my opinion. It's just like, uh, the effective hil- filter hypothesis, by the way, is like saying even if you had the same like two people with exactly the same everything, except one is not feeling good like emotionally or not in a good place and the other one is feeling good, like feeling good, then that one will learn, and that one won't, right Even if they've got the same IQ, same teacher, same everything. Um, w- but it also works the same way with like producing the language. If you're not comfortable as like you're not if you're there's, there's other factors at play emotionally that's going to affect how you perform too, right? Speak out every flashcard each day, so like as in read aloud, so I'm getting speaking practice. It's a good idea, but it's not my focus for at least the rest of the year. Comprehension is absolutely. I I feel happy coming to terms with the fact that the next year is when I will really start, that next year is when I will really start looking at speaking more. I think the fact that I can read graded readers at HK level five and know the vast majority of subtitles from a rom-com film after only eight months on the MB course is staggering. (laughs) Yeah. I know 1,560 characters and very rarely have to struggle remembering any of them while reading, even out loud. I also have fairly good comprehension of any sentence I read with a few exceptions here and there. What an incredible course. I can learn a character now in 30 seconds to a minute, but that's the easy bit. Learning compound words and unlocking sentences takes a lot more time, but every day I unlock 20 flashcards, so I'm always moving forward. The dream is for our family to go to Taiwan in February 2024 for six weeks to join some friends out there and get fully immersed in the culture and language. I'm really hoping that I will have made some good strides towards being fluent by then. Thank you so much for your hard work. Oh, I just added hard work. He's just said all your work. (laughs) Luke and Phil. The cause is a game changer. Jimmy Rogers. Thank you so much, Jimmy, and I hope that helped uh, anyone else listening. I think Jimmy's on the right track. That's exactly what I would do. If I could restart and I had Mandarin Blueprint, I would just smash mandarin blueprint as hard as i could just like get through the course as quickly as possible learn all the characters i could all the words i could and immerse and that's it and that's what i would do for like a year two years and then i would if i did that or even less than that i would come out of it uh pretty fluent uh, after just that amount of time uh working like a bunch of hours a day and that's all you need <laughs> So if anyone wants to, uh, if you're listening to this, by the way, and you haven't actually started a trial yet, the Mandarin Blueprint Method, like, you should be, should be persuaded by now. <laughs> Go and do that, please. Uh, it will really help if you want to become fluent in Chinese. Next is Alice, level 15 complete. Can you recommend any short C dramas that a newcomer would enjoy? I think more immersion would be good for me. Yeah, level 15, um, you're not really going to get much out of Chinese dramas, I, but uh, you could definitely check them out on iteE. Uh, um, or just, it's just I think it's just iq.cn or .com um, for the Western version. If you're outside China, um, also Netflix has a bunch of Mandarin shows. Just just type in Google um, Mandarin audio Netflix shows, and just and just t- try a few out. Uh, we're going to re- be releasing. This is actually what like I can't wait to release this immersion course. But there's been a few delays as there usually is. Uh, I wanted to actually release it this month which is really because we, we shot like half of it and we smashed it out I was like yes this is great we're making such great progress and then I was like okay let's announce that we're gonna release it in March but then uh, we hit roadblock with it um, we had to do more research and like just disc- and update some uh, videos and then like we still got half the course to shoot and then edit of course so it's I'd say it's gonna be at least at the end of April maybe maybe sometime in May actually um, for the immersion course. But basically, just a little hint about how it goes is basically like we want people to have the immersion course. Um, anyone really who signs up, we would ideally want them to also get the immersion course because they just go hand in hand together so well. Uh, and you would get, there's like a ratio of learning uh, different stages so for example like i mentioned to jimmy he's like he's like oh i should i feel like i should get on some immersion it's like yeah that's what the immersion course is going to be like it's going to be like, okay when you're here in the mandarin blueprint method then you should be immersing in this sort of material and we have like leveled resources for you f- depending on where you are in the, in the blueprint method or if you finished it um and also we give you guides on what how like what ratio of time to spend doing what Right, so ah spend three quarters of your time between beginning of the course and intermediate. Spend three quarters of your time just on the course, and then a quarter on you know on immersion. And then once you get past that level, then spend like it's like a third. And we give you like the the, when to do what where, Um, as well as all the resources and like individual guides for each like platform and sentence mining. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Um, But. Not unfortunately not yet, but yeah, I would, Alice also always worth checking some stuff out and listening to it. But you won't quite be ready for it yet. Um, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good to check it out. Like check out like uh, animation things aimed at younger audiences. It um, you, would be more suitable to you at this point. Uh, so things like Peppa Pig in Chinese. I know it's not exactly the most engaging, but you, so, um, you just simply don't have the tools yet to be able to uh, uh, consume higher level stuff. Um so go and check that out. Mandarin Audio. Also, yeah, IT is probably your best bet for that. Nick, um, you made the right choice for your customers changing into a monthly annual membership. I find myself motivated to progress so much faster to maximize my money's worth each month. That's great. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Um it's also good for us because you know it's it's just, it's just a better business model um and also yeah i'm glad that you you find it you find you find that it is good if you are by the way if you are on a subscription with us at the moment you probably would have got an email from us regarding a lifetime offer that we do have running at the moment um so just email us at contact at mandarin.com if you'd like to just get lifetime access for a big discount um Which, yeah, uh, I think it will still be running by the time this podcast is out. So uh, do shoot us a message about that if you're interested. But yeah, monthly and annual, there's also benefits to that too. Anjali Angola. In Australia, we use in a sec to mean soon, but not necessarily immediately or right now. For example, I'll do it in a sec means I'll do it soon-ish but not straight away. That is, I'll do it once I finish what is currently occupying me. Can I substitute your English translation of ma shang with uh, right, words right away, straight away, or immediately? Or have you used ma shang with the same intended meaning of there? Soon, as opposed to its dictionary meaning of immediately. Well, yeah, it's it's very similar. Ma shang is like that. It's like, could be right now. It could be like immediately. Or it could be like in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, or I'd say no more than an hour, though. That's my sense of it. But if you wanted to actually say the word immediately, I've given that three examples there you can look up and, and check out example sentences how to use. Li ke, li ma, li Li ji is very formal. It seems very formal to me. Li uh, ma is very common in speech. Or li ke, li ke. They both mean literally immediately. Like, li ma. Like, if you wanted to say the word in that way, that's how you would. But you can also, yeah, but I'd say the most common way is probably ma sha, Ma Ma Yeah, it's the most natural way of saying in a moment so if you do yeah so i would say although you can it's good to have those words in your arsenal uh there li i are more actually better for telling a story so for example uh 他过来了, he came along a whole lima and then he immediately said uh, uh but you could yeah but when you ma is better for like uh, I'll be right there I'll be there in a sec uh, I will do in a sec. So yeah, now actually I think about it. Yeah, Shan is probably the most appropriate um, in general, okay? Next is Lynn Ford. Uh, I mentioned her earlier. Did I, did I just really learn my last character with Mandarin Blueprint? I can't imagine there will be another level beyond advanced. Wow, 3,050 characters. I have cried a lot when hitting milestones on this journey of learning Mandarin. Funny how today isn't one of those days. I think I'm in shock. <laughs> well, first off, I want to get us to 3,600. Um, and there was a very good reason for that, which I've temporarily forgotten. <laughs> but we've got that planned out all the way to 6- 3,600. Um, we've just got so much stuff. We wanted to get to the point where that well, you need these characters. But uh, why did we add, Why you, I was pretty adamant about it at the time. This is quite embarrassing, I can't remember why. I mentioned it in a podcast ages ago, but I've actually forgotten. But there's a good reason for it. We want to get to 3,600. So there's going to be another 550 characters added at some point, but that could be a year from now uh, whilst we focus on other stuff. So, So yeah, for now, that is the last character. She says, I love that the last character I learned is to throw dice because MB was a gamble for me to begin with. I really didn't believe you guys and fought so hard against trying you out in my search for Mandarin teachers best gamble of my life (laughs) all it cost me was one dollar she bought the pronunciation mastery course yeah at this point in 2021 i did not know any characters at all although i was struggling my way through the pm course this hadn't this has not been an easy journey but it has been a fun one this past year i have been through some of the worst ups and downs in my life but from day one i trusted what you guys said trusted the process and even on my worst days days of heartbreak physical pain and loss I never had a zero day, not one. I did my card reviews at the very least, and here I am 350 days later. I know 3,050 characters. I'm reading whole novels, albeit slowly, still working on grammar and vocabulary, but making progress. I truly have fallen in love with this language. I know for sure I wouldn't have if it wasn't for the way you guys presented and rolled out this course. Thank you will never be enough for the gift you have given me. I'll be going through and learning vocab as you roll it out. At least I am not leaving Mandarin Blueprint just yet. I test for HSK 6 in June. I don't need it, but I do love having measures for myself. I, I also I agree with that. I think it's a good idea. I wish I could express myself to you how I feel, but I think it's just too big for me to put into words. Well, I think you're doing a pretty good job. Just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I have said that in a lot a lot in comments, but I really truly mean it. Well, that's just wonderful. I love Lin's... Obviously, I love that. <laughs> obviously, I love Lin's comments because they're so nice and well-written. And uh, I think that's inspiring. Um, less than a year reading Chinese novels in less than a year. And as far as I know, Lin is not just... She's not working on the course six hours a day. She's got a full-time job. She's got a life. Like, as she says, she's got ups and downs as well. It's not been an easy year for her. And she still managed to... Uh, achieve such an incredible thing so well done and thank you Lynn thank you because this is the reason why we keep getting out of bed every day uh, and working six six and a half days a week uh, on this Um, and it's really tough learning how to do everything that we have to do to to get through and you know it's like it's not just building a course it's also learning how to get it to people which, is, which has been a real challenge, of course. It's a very challenging thing to do, and um, it's our passion, and we love it. Uh, and it's the reason why it's such a passion of ours or one of the reasons and the factors in this, I'd say probably the, definitely the biggest factor is you guys uh, giving us this kind of feedback. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, and, yeah, that's all I can say as well. Awesome. Awesome to hear. Next one is Simeon. Uh, on the habit-building course, actually, this is not something that we've we've announced it, but we haven't like made it publicly available yet on, on, the, uh, on the website, which I'm definitely working on. Um, so it's like a four-hour course, teaches you how to build habits effectively for learning Chinese and anything else, pretty much, and how to break bad habits. It's, it's, it's awesome, and uh, let me know if you want it. It's $97. Simeon says, hi, I just finished the habit-building course, and I have to say it was definitely worth getting. It has a lot of good suggestions and ideas that I've decided to implement into my life. It surprisingly has a lot more depth than I imagined and has helped me in more areas than just Mandarin. I would recommend this course to anyone seeking self-improvement. So I just thought I'd put that in there. Thank you very much Simeon on that. Really helpful. Because um, again, this is just a new course. You know, We just thought this is what someone would want. Uh, this is what I would want if I was learning Chinese and it would be fun, very, very useful. So let's Let's put that in the course. Last comment here is from Kate Gans uh, on Lao Gong. And she says, I use Lao Gong and my teacher was horrified. She said that it is like saying old grandpa and I should use Xian instead. Should I be an old grandma before I use Lao Gong? I watched the Loom video above and it sounds like people commonly use the Lao terms, but now I think I won't use this word with people I know only casually. Well, yeah, you only use it with your laogong, your husband. But yeah, it's completely common. Uh, maybe there's a part of China this p- particular woman's from where xian shen is more common. I have no idea. But my wife calls me laogong all the time. And so do all my friends call their laogong, laogong, <laughs> right? There's nothing wrong with the word laogong as far as I know, right? It's just a normal word. I even see it in like TV shows all the time. So no idea what that woman is talking about. Or, or, man, actually, I thought, I thought you mentioned she was a woman. Sorry. Um, so yeah, sorry about that, Kate. But uh, no, you're fine. Use Lao Gong as long as it's your husband. Don't just call a random person or a friend Lao Gong, though, right? Okay. But that's. I'm pretty sure you know that. All right. So that's it. Thank you very much, guys. That is today's all of today's comments and emails. I hope that was inspiring for you. It's certainly inspiring for me. I loved reading them and uh, loved hearing from you guys. Do you want to send us any more emails uh, or Messages just send a message at uh, contact at mandarinblueprint dot com, uh, and we'll get back to you within a few hours, like we do all the time. And then we'll maybe even share it on the podcast. So thanks very much, guys. I will see you next month. Bye bye.